alley-oops at Kizar to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off-season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time, and that was that was a game. That was absolutely crazy. Uh, what is up to everyone in chat? The 49ers um, heart attack football today. That's what it was. If you made it through that game, your heart health is probably pretty good because, boy, was that a nuts game. There was a lot of things the 49ers didn't do well. But in the end, they won the game. And like David Campbell says in chat, number two seed Sunday. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers are officially sitting in the number two seed. Green Bay handles business and beats uh, the Minnesota Vikings. And the 49ers beat the Raiders. Oh, geez. It was, it was a crazy game. It was absolutely fantastic. And let me say what's up to everyone in chat. WTM, Donald, Marvin, Jan, Team Cali. What's up? Ella Dank. What's up? How's it going? Uh, Golden Dragon, how's it going? David Campbell, of course, Siggy, Brad Joes, Jay Ellie, and Joel. Hey, it's a win, right? I mean, that's what Joel says. Let's go. What a win. Uh, on my B-Day. Well, happy birthday, Joel. Everyone give Joel a little bit of love on his birthday. But, you know, the 49ers, when it came down to it, made plays. And young Brock Purdy uh, showed a lot of, you know, a lot of skill. Uh, and he gave a lot of effort. And what's up, Daryl, with the Super Chat? says damn family what a win but at a big cost how big a cost uh unsure you know i don't exactly know what the injuries are going to end up being you know and who the 49ers lost we know aaron banks left the game uh, with the knee injury he did not return uh, he was back on the sidelines with helmet in hand uh, maybe they just decided to be cautious with banks but then you had Drake Greenlaw as well. It looked like it could be something to do, you know, with a leg, maybe even a groin. Uh, but I seen him running up the sideline as well during the game, trying to get back in. So hopefully those things ends up being precautionary. I'm sure we're going to find out from Kyle Shannon exactly what those injuries end up being. But the 49ers found a way to win, and that's what's important. It's not all going to be rainbows and sunshine. You can't blow everyone out. And the 49ers came into a game against the Raiders, and the Raiders had slim playoff hopes. Uh, but let's give props to Jarrett Stidham, the Raiders' offense. They came out, and they executed at a high level, and they played really good against the 49ers' defense. The 49ers' defense played uh, you know, good against the run again, and when it came down to it, though, those skill players, Darren Waller and uh, Devontae Adams, they made plays. 49ers had some back-end problems again. And there's, those are things that are going to have to tighten up. And you see the formula. It has been found. The Washington Commanders did it last week. The Raiders did it a lot this week. Max protect and then attack deep down the field with vertical passing game. Um, you know, it, it can get to you. You know, just like Nick Bose on that last play for the Raiders, he pushes and walks Colton Miller right back into Jared Stidham. He can't get the full, you know, throw out. And Tayshawn Gibson makes the interception. And there you go. All she wrote. So uh, it was fantastic overall win. Um, but a lot of tough things the 49ers are going to have to go through on film. Uh, Tell the Truth Monday is going to be very interesting tomorrow as the 49ers prepare to play the Arizona Cardinals in what is a must-win game now because you have the number two seed. And with the Eagles losing, 
potentially a shot at the number one seed. So I think that, uh, you know, you're going to have, you know, a fun time in the next week. There's going to be a lot to talk about because the playoff picture just got a lot more muddied at the top. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay solidified their number four seeds. So those things at the end are kind of getting more clear, but up at the top, it is muddied up for sure. And uh, yeah, that was, that was a tough one. And I'm curious how everyone feels about this game. Uh, Donald says, Purdy played well and CMC went beast. I was loving the way that Christian McCaffrey was finishing runs. He was playing hard. This was one of the most exciting games I've seen Christian McCaffrey have. And he's had some real good ones for the 49ers. Uh, but he's spectacular. He's running physical. He was running hard. He was making cuts and moves. Uh, he looked really good. And I think that Christian McCaffrey is going to be tough to stop in the playoffs. And here we got to talk about it again. The 49ers offense comes through with plus 30 again. Uh, 30 points for the 49ers offense. That's, you know, what, four out of five games with Brock Purdy at the helm that they go for 30 points. That's good news. That way a defense can struggle in a game like today and the 49ers offense can pick them up and vice versa. You need that complimentary football. And today the 49ers needed everything they could to get this win. <laughs> SL says, ludicrous. We come in for that number one spot. Love it. Absolutely love it. And, you know, that's the thing. It's actually there. It's pretty funny. You know, the, the percentage of the 49ers' chances of getting to the second seed was 60%. Um, now they're in the second seed. I wonder what it will be next week to get the number one seed. It was 3% coming in today. So very interesting. And we got a question from WTM. Says, Coach Ant, what's the biggest disappointment today? I think it would have to be the secondary overall not being able to consistently execute and, you know, and, and get stops. The Raiders were very, very comfortable making plays. Jared Stidham was finding open receivers. He was creating with his legs. I thought he did a really good job. And I thought, um, you know, there was plays to be made out there. And the 49ers, you know, secondary struggled a little bit. So they're going to have to figure some things out. They're going to have to work harder. And, you know, that that's part of football. When somebody figures you out, you go ahead and go back to the drawing board and figure something else out. Uh, Marvin says, according to the announcer, Greenlaw had a back issue. So we'll see what ends up happening with that back. I think it was a good... Good sign that he was still on the sidelines with his helmet on for most of the game. Um, and, you know, that also hurts a little bit in the second half. I, I love Aziz Alshire, especially against the run. But when it comes to the pass, I think uh, Drake Greenlaw is a better option. And that's why, he's, you know, that's why he won that role. So that was a little bit of a, a hurt. So um, Matthew says, real good, gritty win. Purdy looked good. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, Purdy, he's out there. He makes some big time throws. That guy's got... A lot of skill. 49ers Josh says, I'm back and let's go. And what's up, 49ers Josh? I saw you in there earlier when I was getting set up trying to get ready to go. So uh <laughs> Donald says Jay Ellie Ant is so good. He made Alex retire. You guys cracked me up, man. You guys are fun. Um, yeah, Team Cali says Raiders exposed our secondary big time. They did. They took advantage of some things, and uh, you know, that was really nice. I thought I seen something from Brad here. I want to see. And today, Kyle should have just wrapped up coach of the year. Shaney can't win a game with the backup quarterback. Kyle wins five straight with third string quarterback. Yeah, and they came back right from 10 in the second half. That, that was impressive. So I like that one a lot. Um, Jan says, Bosa and Gibson saved the day. It was a big time play. It was absolutely fantastic. Brad says, did our offense do that much bad after that interception or those deep passes to Jennings and to Kittle? Um, I thought the offense played pretty good. I mean, yeah, you have the interception and where he doesn't, I don't really think he thought Amick Robertson was going to be able to make up the ground and get back there to Kittle. Um, I don't really care much for Mark Sanchez's commentary, but he's right. 
in that situation. You throw the ball deeper. Uh, I don't think George Kittle should have flattened it out as much. He should have probably kept working towards you know, the pylon. And then, you know, we get a, a farther throw. But that's a long throw from Brock Purdy. He's outside the hash marks on the left. He's got to throw it all the way across to the right. Of course, we've seen Jimmy Garoppolo make that throw. Uh, but, you know, that's something maybe Brock Purdy gets that over the top. They'll work on that. Um, yeah, I need to know, too, 49ers, Josh, if Bro if Banks is okay. Um, Kevin Campbell says 49 D giving up 500 yards. Yikes. Yeah, I hope it's an anomaly. You know what I mean? I hope it's an anomaly. I think the big difference is, right, the last time they gave up a performance like this, the defense was against the Kansas City Chiefs, and they lost big. The good news is they gave up a performance like this, and the offense was able to do enough to win. I, I think that's good. Soothing says... Uh, Demo just has to work on getting his head turned. Yeah, locating the football was something he needed to do for sure. I mean, he was close to having an interception on the Devontae Adams catch uh, and a couple other plays, you know, he could have made. So I, I thought it was an interesting game overall. I thought there was some interesting referee calls on both sides. Um, but it, it was it was a it was one of those things where it was nerve-wracking, it was exciting, and overall it made you feel good because they won. But during the game, it didn't always feel good. Jeez. Uh, um, let's see. What's up? How's it going, Anthony? How's uh, welcome to chat? Says 49ers look good, but uh, yeah, they looked all right. We got some work to do. Um, <laughs> Brad says when McDaniel gets fired from Vegas, I want him to join up with Kyle because he can design a game plan. I think he, you know, he was he came out with a mission to get Jared Stidham you know, outside the pocket, get him with some favorable throws. And I thought that's what happened in this game. Uh, they really did a good job of taking advantage of the 49ers aggressiveness early, hitting the screens, getting him outside the pocket where he could be comfortable with, you know, high percentage throws. And that's kind of how they got it going. And then, you know, Jacobs got a couple early runs. I mean, he never really got going, but um, he definitely got some things, you know, moving in the right direction. And 49ers Justice BA, CMC, and Jordan Mason's first TD, um, yeah, Jordan Mason had a nice run on that. I remember thinking, oh, no, I wonder if they let him score so they have an opportunity. But I wanted to run some more clock, use their timeouts, but uh, overall it ends up working out the 49ers way, and you think with the number one defense, you should be able to get a stop at the end of the football game. Um, so that's something to remember. When you got that defense, you're thinking, hey, it's over. Who thinks that I thought Ward would do better against Adams, but it just shows how good Adams is. He's just a BC is. And I don't think they just matched him up. They didn't, you know, have him go each side. He did give up the touchdown. I think he mistimed his jump a little bit, Traverius Ward, you know, on the fade pattern to the back pylon. Uh, I think if Ward would have, you know, waited a little bit and jumped later, he would have knocked that football away. So, yeah, I think he got, you know, they like the long pass down the field. It's one-on-one -on -one with Yamber Lenore. You know, later on, he's being carried across the sideline. The one that the first touchdown on where the rollout, and then he ends up finding him, and he gets a long run. Um, he just, you know, Hufanga abandons his coverage, comes after Jared Stidham, and then he finds a way up away from Fred Warner, and he gets, you know, available at open room. That was a zone coverage scheme, so it was it was tough. Cowboy Angel, how's it going? Says, woot, woot, go Niners, Bosa, Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, yeah, and, and Anthony says, but should not have let the Raiders get that close. Are the Raiders a better team now? Well, they, their offense looked a lot better with Jared Stidham at the helm. I, I can tell you that. I don't know if they're a better team. I don't, I, this could be just a little surge, you know, of them, you know, getting something going, hitting the 49ers at the right time. Um, I think that the offense looked better than I've seen it look for the Raiders in weeks. So 
Uh, is that Stidham? Is that the game plan? Is that, you know, the matchups, 49ers versus Raiders? Is it how D'Amico Ryans came out? I think there's a lot of variables that they're going to have to figure out. But I thought the Raiders looked good in this game. And I got to give credit to them. Their offensive line played pretty good. Uh, their their defensive uh, you know line was was tough at times. And they had a really good scheme. I knew they were going to dial up some blitzes. We talked about it in the scouting report video. You know, you have um you know rob ryan as part of the coaching staff so you know that they were going to bring in dial up some blitzes it was just it was inevitable uh what's up paul how's it going says like the tough game we played could pay dividends the rest of the year Yeah, you got to have some tight ones we haven't had too many tight games this year but the 49ers have won a couple of those one against the chargers and then this one here so at least the 49ers are winning tough games that's how you're gonna have to win in the playoffs it's not gonna just be easy so um yeah, Cowboy Angels has five losses, went up by 10 for the Raiders. That's tough. You know, I mean, that's, I mean, that just shows the difference between what their record could be and what it actually is. So it's tough. Golden Dragon says quarterback Case Garbers from Berkeley is the Raiders starting quarterback sometime next season. A little, a little foreshadowing there. Um, Marvin says, did you see the red in the Raiders seats? Another home game for the 49ers road or home game on the road for the Niners. Yeah. It looked like a lot of 49er fans in the crowd. What's up, Traffic? How's it going? Let's go, TCC. We take them however we can. Get get them, and Purdy proved he can give you a game-winning drive even if gold missed. Uh, Purdy, you know, he was willing to put it on the line. He made some tough throws. Him and Brandon Ayuk hooked up. It was fantastic to watch down the field. Uh, uh, liked it. And Deborah says, Niners off track today, okay? Uh, it wasn't the best performance, Deborah, for sure. Um, the cool thing is they found a way to win. Championship football teams find a way to win. They're not all going to be great. And the 49ers have been rolling over these eight games. But to extend Kyle Shanahan's streak from eight to nine, the longest he's ever had as a coach, that's what you have to do. So, uh, And uh, uh, John says, so glad we got the win. Hate I couldn't finish watching because of the internet connection. It was nuts last night here in Northern California. Our power went out for a while. Uh, so, you know, I was glad that the power came on sometime early this morning. So I was going to be able to watch the game and and do everything um, that I need. So uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be fun. WTM says, Coach Ant, what grade do you give our O-line today? Um, I want to watch, but I thought they did pretty good. I saw some really cool plays, you know, and stuff. And sorry, I missed this super chat. One second. I'll come back. Uh, but the super chat from WTM says, I want two more man corners this offseason. Bad. I think we need one for sure on the outside and that could be as simple as emmanuel mosley right and then wtm back I, i'm sorry i missed your super chat so i want to go back up for the grade i'm going to give them a i'm going to give them a b because i thought they did really good on the run christian mccaffrey was fantastic uh there was some mistakes trent williams at offsides spencer burford got downfield a little bit but i thought they absorbed the aaron banks injury really easily and then got after it so i'm going to give them that uh and once again Brock Purdy, I mean, escaping out of the pocket, throwing balls away, extending things. It, it's it's a it's a game changer for the 49ers. That's huge. Being able to do those things, live to fight another day. Max says defense was off probably because not enough tape on Stidham. It could be. I don't think they were expecting, you know, that type of performance from Stidham. I think Stidham was giving, you know, giving them a lot more with his legs than they anticipated. So they did a really good job with that. BV says, did the high-scoring game surprise you, Ed? Yes, it did. I did not expect the Raiders to score over 30 points in this game. If you would have told me that it got, you know, in the low 20s, I'd have been like, wow, you know, they performed. Because they got some talent, you know, Darren Waller, Devontae Adams. I didn't think they were going to show up with Jarrett Stidham like this. 
Uh, if you would have told me Derek Carr and the and the Raiders offense would have done you know you know twenty plus points, I'd have said okay. You know they got some they got some skills, but yeah, it definitely surprised me for sure. And soothing sounds of this shows we're ready for the playoffs. I think so too. You know you find a way to win. They're not all going to be the same. You have to find a way. 49ers Josh, look, it's all good guys. Sometimes you have to win a shootout, and to that uh, with a rookie quarterback is awesome. Let's effing go, Coach Shanahan. Getting it done. Uh, Team Cali says, I didn't understand the holding on Kittle. I'm sure I'm not the only one. Oh, well, game over, but the refs made some questionable calls. That was not a holding. That was a pancake block. Uh, George Kittle's going to get absolutely rewarded in film. They're going to talk about how great that block was. That was one hand in the middle of your chest, put you on the ground. This is one of the mistakes that refs make sometimes. Oh, a player went down onto his back. Must have been a hold. No, it's just a good block. You know, and this thing frustrates me. It used to happen all the time. Uh, you know, the guys I would coach would go absolutely pancake someone, and here comes the flag. No hold. They're within the framework inside. It's just great. So uh, it's a struggle. And what's up, Coach Tim? How's it going? So, so Nor tries uh, too hard to get an INT, just knock the ball down, play through the wide receiver's hands, and knock it down. That's exact terminology, right, Coach? Uh, just knock the ball down, play through the wide receiver's hands, and get it to the ground. Ball first. You want to you want to play the man first, and then if you have the interception, do it. But you want to make sure you knock that ball away. It's the most important thing for a defensive back. So I'm with you on that. Forty-yard Josh Stidham made all the throws under pressure. Hit the hat, McDaniel's and Stid and Stidham, Jacobs and Adams. They've got weapons, you know, and that's the thing, right? If they're going to get performances like that from a quarterback, you know, then they got an opportunity. Mr. Corey, how's it going, Mr. Corey? Says, Aunt, what's up, man? Just happy for the win. Mason's first TD. But other than that, the defense was a joke. It wasn't fun. But we can see good moments from this defense. Number one, in overtime, they step up. Bosa makes a play. Gibson makes a play. Goal line stand. They stop the Raiders again. The second week in a row with a goal line stand. Those things are still positive that we can take away from this game. Is there things that we need to work on? Yes. Another good thing that came out of this game, Eric Armstead is an absolute monster. Okay, that guy is fantastic with what he does for this football team. And also, Jimmy Ward is the best. I'm going to say this. I don't care what anyone thinks. The best nickel corner at stopping the run in the entire league. His run fits are spectacular. Him going in and out of the box to confuse Jared Stidham was great. And him coming in and making those plays, it was it was one of the best performances I've seen against the run. Uh, you know, does he struggle sometimes in coverage? Yes, but he makes up for it huge because you can go in your sub packages and know you can still stop the run. And that's huge. And he's a big reason why. Uh, yeah, and SL says that Adams catch was not a catch. I'm with you. It's still not a catch. It's never going to be a catch. Um, it, it's really, really crazy. Uh, Team Cali, uh, what's up, Edgar? How's it going? Team Cali says, it's, it seems to me that our secondary tries to play hero ball instead of sticking to their assignment. Sometimes, I think sometimes they go off instinct instead of going off what their eyes tell them. And you can get caught. You know, the one thing I could say is early in the game, Hufanga got beat. He got it, he got his eyes stuck in the backfield. He read that there was an extra tackle and it caught him. And then what happened after that? The next time they tried to run a play action, he was with Darren Waller, took him all the way to the corner of the end zone. So he learned from his mistakes. If you're prone to make mistakes as long as you learn from them and don't keep repeating those mistakes, I'm okay with that. Uh, but it just seemed like everyone in the secondary had their struggles today. And I think that's something you can't allow, you know, for this to happen. Brad says, I'm, I know uh, not the performance by our defense, but uh, looking at the bright side, offense, bowling, Vikings and Eagles lose. We eliminated the Raiders from the playoffs. 
and nine straight. There you go. I mean, that that's a good way to look at it. SL says refs felt one-sided. That touchdown to Adams ref missed two holds. Even the announcers were calling the refs out. I did think it was interesting that they came back and said, hey, they missed a, on the Adams play, they missed a holding on Ebucom. They don't normally do that. I thought that was interesting that they went back and said that. Tim says, we play way too much zone coverage. And if it's a pass rush doesn't get home, you get picked apart like we did. I think that was the game plan against Stidham. Make him read it, you know. And he did a good job. You know, he tipped the cap. Um, and they tried to go some man. I could see Jimmy Ward in man and stuff, but it was it was interesting. Leroy was glad to see Brock didn't break under pressure when we were behind. He kept his composure. And what's up, Leroy? How's it going? Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's the thing with Brock Purdy. That's what makes him special. You know, I think the last rookie I saw that was like this was Ben Roethlisberger. You know, and he won 13 straight games, but he just didn't fold under pressure. It didn't look like anything got to him. And that was because he was seasoned. He played so much in college. Uh, but Brock just has a calmness about him. Even when he threw the interception, you know, where he tried to get it to George Kittle, I just felt like he bounced back right away. Kyle didn't show any hesitation in allowing Brock Purdy to go throw the football again. Loved it. Loved it. And Brad says two and one in one score games. I'll take it. It's not exactly what Minnesota does, but I'll take it. And I think that's a good sign because the two wins are over, you know, the, the last half of the season against the Chargers and then against the Raiders, two AFC West teams. The funny thing is the third one where they lost, right, is against the Broncos, another AFC West team. I just think that's interesting that the 49ers, for whatever reason, have their struggles with the AFC West. Mark says you have to be able to win tough games, even if it's tough because of your own mistakes. Bingo. Overcoming those mistakes and not allowing them to become quicksand that sucks you in and makes you make more mistakes is important. Finding ways to overcome those games and still win is what it's all about. Because you can't be your best every single game. You just have to be good enough and make more plays than the other team. Remember that. You don't have to be the best. You have to be a little bit better than they are that day. And that's what the 49ers are trying to do. Uh, so, yeah, you're right for sure on that. And we got a super chat here from WTM. He says, Coach, what grade do you give the D-line today? Um, well, I think the D line, you know, they did pretty good. They got a lot of pressures and a lot of hits. Uh, they did not, however, you know, get very many sacks, but, uh, it's one of those things where these guys got to continue, you know, to develop. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to give them, I think they made so many plays around the goal line. I'm going to go ahead and give them a B minus. I think I'll give them a B minus right now. So Yeah. And I'm I'm trying to go back here. I don't want to miss anyone's chats, um, but I lost my spot. What's up, Curtis? How's it going? He said, good win. Uh, yeah, for sure. It was a good win, Curtis. And he said, the Raiders play KC two times a year. It's a good win with you. you know, and, and KC had a tough one against the Broncos, which was very, very interesting. Oh, Michael, how's it going? Says, checking in, Ant. The only reason uh, this game was close is because, uh, oh, Oh, the road the whole guy. It's my fault. Oh, you were on the road the whole time. Yeah, that's not good, Michael. How are you going to let this happen, man? You got to be watching the game. Can't be letting that happen. Get off the road. Watch the game. Uh, that's great. You know, I mean, hopefully we get another great performance against Arizona next week. 40 yards lock up the two seed. We'll see what happens with the Eagles at number one. Uh, Golden Dragon says Womack is a, is a man corner. I think Womack's still developing. I think they have the thought that he's going to be somebody in the future that they can really rely on. But right now, you just don't know that for sure. And then Golden Dragon says, Jack Rabbit from the practice squad as a man corner. Well, Kyle Shannon discussed Jack Rabbit, right? He said this week he didn't really see him 
as a starting corner for the 49ers, but he did see him as a possibility, you know, to be able to contribute and maybe be the first man in. So that's something to monitor. Let's see what they do with Jack Rabbit. Uh, if Jack Rabbit's healthy and ready to go, I mean, he almost had an interception last game where he drove on the football and almost had it. So it's good. Anthony says, if Garoppolo is healthy when the playoffs begin, who will the 49ers quarterback? More importantly, who will be their starting quarterback next season? I think the quarterback's going to be Brock Purdy for the playoffs. Uh, he's shown in these games that, you know, he can make plays four out of five games, you know, over 30 points for the offense. It's got to be Brock Purdy. And then, you know, when we get into the next season, it all comes down. It won't be Garoppolo next season. It all comes down to how Brock Purdy does the rest of the, the playoffs. But I think at least right now it becomes a quarterback controversy. Trey Lance just had surgery on his ankle this week. He's not going to be ready. Oh, he will be ready in OTAs. Uh, but I think that's when we find out. Brock Purdy versus Trey Lance could be coming to an offseason near you next year. And David Campbell's right. Go Giants next week. There you go. Uh, Brad says, oh, and I thought we were going to lose after seeing who our refs were today, but we overcame the black and whites and silver and black today. Yeah, some refs are interesting. And what's up, Oscar? How's it going? Says, what a game. Go Niners. Yeah. It was an interesting game. It was crazy. What's up, Hugo G? How's it going? A lot of heavy hitters in chat today. Love love it. Gansa Stidham, uh, Figlam, and Righam uh, don't matter. Niners by three. Um, I, I love those when they do those memes. Those things always make me crack up. Uh, Joseph Thomas says it's not going to get any easier from here. Playoff time. Yeah, it's not. Um, it, it, that's the thing, right? You've got to be ready. You've got to be ready to get after it. Um, and... And that's the thing is you want these tough games are going to happen in playoffs. You just got to be ready for them. And I, I like the way the 49ers navigated through it. Situational football was right. Um, also, going in there and making and Brock Purdy handling the situation was good. Players making the right decisions. It, to me, they handled it right. They put Robbie Gold in a situation to win the game in, in, regular, in, the, uh, in the regular part of the game. Uh, he wasn't able to. It got to overtime, but they handled the situation again. That's good news for the 49ers. And Jess with the super chat says, Happy New Year, TCC. What a game. Was real nervous there for a minute, but they pulled it off. Number 11 killed it once again. Yeah, Brandon Ayuk. Doing big things. I, I'm a, I've been a huge fan of Brandon Ayuk. Uh, so I like it. And what's up, Anderson Anderson? How's it going? Uh, I see Anderson Anderson in chat. Uh, trying, to, you know, trying to catch all of these. Um, there's a lot of great stuff in chat right now. So if I miss you, I'm sorry. Come back, uh, you know, and if I, if I miss your comment and I don't get it, you can either super chat or hit me again. Uh, if you super chat, I'll make sure I for sure get it. Uh, Coach Tim says, four years cutback, you expose your secondary when your pass rush doesn't get home. Fidel was getting the ball too quickly too, uh, but our pass rush looked lame, especially first three quarters. I think what's interesting about it at one point, because, you know, they weren't getting home, Coach Tim, but I thought what was interesting at one point was they had 10 hits on the quarterback. I mean, so they're getting there right a split second too late. Ten hits is still pretty good. Um, but Jared Stidham stood in there, and he made some really tough throws. you got to give the guy credit. But you're right. They weren't able to get home. And I think part of the reason was that they were able to you know, take advantage of running the max protect. So the 49ers had to end up bringing more guys and try to get in Stidham's face. Because when he had max protect, they weren't able to get home. Uh, and WTM with the Super Chat says, I'm thankful for what Green Bay did for us. Number two seed. Yeah, you're right. They did us a solid, and the 49ers took advantage of it for a second. I didn't think they were going to. Matthew says, today was the last thing I needed to see from Purdy, playing from behind and game-winning drive. 
can also clean up a few risky throws, but he's a real deal. Yeah, he's he's looking pretty good. I think we're all in on that. And Donald's, you know, is kind of going with my sentiments here. It's not all about sacks and make Bosa good sometimes. The other thing that makes a difference, and he's great against the run. Uh, Bosa's fantastic against. And Anthony says, I'm a Rams fan, but since my grandson is a 49er fan, I'm hoping the 49ers will make it to the Super Bowl. I think they will because I think the Chiefs are the best team in football. Interesting. I think the Chiefs have shown some chinks in their in their armor. Uh, and I think I want I want to see Kansas City versus Cincinnati. That would be an interesting matchup. But the Chiefs are really good. Anderson Anderson, second week in a row, Kyle doesn't challenge for an interception. Yeah, you know what? I, I couldn't tell, but it didn't look like this one was for sure an interception. I don't know what you thought, Anderson, if you thought that was an interception. Um and Tim says we need a second edge again. Bosa can't do it by himself. You know, I think that, you know, you we probably would love to have a another upgrade at the edge position. I think Samson Ebicom does a pretty good job overall, but, uh, you know. And we got another super chat here uh, from Teresa. How's it going, Teresa? Says, rough day to be a Raiders fan, married to a Niners fan, plus having Caden here to rub it in a little ha-ha. Yeah, I guarantee you Caden's getting after it. I guarantee it. Uh, that, that's got to be a lot of fun for sure. <laughs> um, let's see. What's up, Lou? Says, Happy New Year's, everyone. What's up, 49ers gal? Good to see you in chat as well. Jay Hill in chat says, Lots of strange things happen today around the league. This is strange time. I mean, that's what it is, right? This is the strange time. Uh, Mr. Corey says, Ant, I have to give credit where credit is due. McGlinchey played well against Crosby today. Uh, kudos to him. My second. Target Lenore was trash. Um, yeah, you know what? I think that you got to get McGlinchey's been playing good. I mean, he's been really good over the last like four or five games. I, 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 what I love, Mr. Corey, is that you can give credit where credit's due, right? You're highly critical of someone, but when they do well, you're willing to say, yeah, they did good. I like that. So, congratulations. Uh, yeah, and Mr. Corey says Giants may not be, you know, motivated against Philly next week. It could prevent the four years from getting the number one seed. To be honest, I'm okay with the number two seed. Uh, so we'll see. Even though the Fournier's may end up playing a very red hot Packers, that could be interesting. Fournier's Gal says at least it shows Purdy can handle tight games. Might be reassuring in the playoffs. Yeah, I think every single one of these is all about you know confidence. Uh, and he's getting more and more. I think he was already grounded. Uh, so you know, I, I think it's I think it's good news. Uh, that we can we can kind of see how Brock Purdy continues to develop, uh, but you see a lot of poise, you know, and you see a lot of just, I mean, extra. There's some special there. I mean, that throw he made to George Kittle in the back of the end zone, where he's rolling left to see Kittle behind everyone and then put enough air underneath the football to get it over the top. It was pretty spectacular. I was a I was a huge fan of what Brock Purdy and I mean I was sitting back like okay, okay we we got a dude here, you know Brock Purdy is doing some special things. And I think that's exciting uh, for the 49ers. And I think that's why they have a really good shot here in the playoffs. Uh, so we got some super chats. Uh, we got a super chat from WTM says, as of today, do you love Purdy more than Lance? Um, I love whoever the 49ers quarterback is that's going to win. That's who I love. So when it was when Trey Lance was a starter, I was behind Trey Lance. When Jimmy Garoppolo came in, I'm behind Jimmy Garoppolo. If Brock Purdy's pulling the trigger, I'm right there, glocked up next to him. I just want the 49ers to have the best quarterback possible. And right now, that quarterback's Brock Purdy. If Kyle Shaden decides that it's going to be you know, Trey Lance, uh, then you know what? I'm going to roll with Trey Lance. But I think that it's going to be a fun offseason. The good news is we don't have to worry about 
off season right now. You know, we got a lot of fun playoff football ahead of us. It's going to be great. Raymond, what's up? Raymond says, this is why the Niners are the best. I love it. Um, and, you know, that's the thing. The Niners are finding ways to win. It could be close. It could be a blowout. Uh, it could be a defensive struggle. It could be an offensive explosion. No matter what it has to be, just like in 2019, 49ers found ways to win, like games in New Orleans. Sometimes you just have to find a way to win, and they did it in this case. Uh, it wasn't the best performance, but, hey, you get it done, right? Sometimes you take shots. Sometimes you get knocked down, but you got to get up and keep throwing blows. I think that's important. I mean, that's what we see from the 49ers. And Siggy says, too many missed tackles, trying to strip too much. I tend to agree, Siggy. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think there were some missed tackles. I also think that, you know, sometimes they played leverage-wise, but they should have squeezed it down. So what I mean is, like, Diamond Lenore on the outside, there's the one where Jacob squeezes or takes him to the inside with a nice juke move. He was trying to keep outside contained. All he needs to do is keep his outside arm free. So he comes up on it. Keep his outside arm free, but he should have closed the distance between the two so that way he could help make a play. He did the right thing turning him in. Just if you're going to make the tackle, that would help. So uh, what's up, Grish? Says, happy New Year, coach. Well, thank you so much. Happy New Year to you as well. And at least we got 2023 out, off with a, a win. Uh, so that's really, really good news. Uh, Fort Call, what's up? Says, this is Purdy's floor. We looking real good. I'm with you. He's only going to get better, you would think. I don't think this is a ceiling. He's got to get better. So that's good. So Brad Jones says both Greenlaw and Banks MCL knee get further evaluation this week. Oh, I hate to see the Banks MCL, man. These MCLs have been frustrating, and uh, that's that's one of those things where I hope it's okay. Hopefully, it's a you know something light that he can take Arizona off and he can play. Uh, that's frustrating. David says 49ers riding CMC hard. He's the best player on offense in my opinion. Been played spectacular. He opens up things for sure. Uh, Jason says, uh, Purdy didn't have his best day, but second rally and second game winning drives was good to see. Uh, you, you don't, you know, that's the thing. You can't play your best every single time, but you have to be able to be your best when the game matters, when it's on the line. And today that's what the 49ers were. When they needed a big plays down the field, Brandon Ayuk and Brock Purdy got it done. When they needed a defensive stop, Nick Bosa got it done. Uh, your best players need to show up in the biggest moments and they did. So it was good. Raymond says, good game. Enjoy the victory. We will not take their win away and a practice. Bring up their mistakes to them. Can't um, fix them now. No, you can't. You do that on Monday. Uh, the coaches will fix all those issues. They'll go through the film and they'll handle it. And uh, I think, you know, they'll come out with a, a, a game plan to go ahead and beat Arizona. And we'll see how they respond. And I think that's all you can do. I think he says, yeah, not a lot of sticking and wrapping going on. Yeah, I mean, I think some of it, you get put in certain situations, you know, and you have to learn to work in those run fits. And Yamamoto North still a young player. I think we saw a couple times where a couple linebackers overran some things too. Uh, Josh Jacobs, his running style, he's very patient. And you can see the patience and explosiveness. I think it caught him off guard a little bit. Um, but overall, I thought, you know, when it came down to it, they made the plays when they had to make. Matthew says, are the Lions for real? I really don't want them in the playoffs. Um, I think they're pretty good. You know, I mean, I don't think they're easy to defeat at all. But, I mean, if you had to tell me that, you know, the Lions are going to be the team the 49ers can, would play, I would say the 49ers have a good opportunity to play and beat the Lions. Um, but I think the Lions are, you know, they're a pretty good football team. They play tough. They play hard. It won't be an easy game at all. So, I, I think just remembering that, you know, something the Lions are good. Um, see, Brad says, if we get... Uh, the seed, are you afraid of the Lions or the Packers? 
Um, I mean, I think the 49ers just play so much, uh, so well against the Packers. I mean, just have had the Packers number. They got some nice young receivers. Um, but you know, I mean, overall, they don't they don't scare me a whole lot. Uh, I think they're a, I think they're a good football team. They're getting hot at the right time. That can always be a little little scary. I think I'd rather play the Lions and the Packers just because of Aaron Rodgers and then Jared Goff. Um, but both are playing pretty good. Both are good football teams. The four years will have to make sure that they execute and play at a high level. So uh, remember that for sure. And then we got a super chat from Anthony. How's it going? Anthony says, I'll match up to $100 for every Ram fan who donates. Well said. Well said. Um, well, thank you so much, Anthony, for that. I really appreciate that. Uh, let's see. Getting back to chat. BB50 says, Ant, I have noticed a lot of Buffalo versus 49 Super Bowl predictions. Your thoughts? My first thought is, is it Chris Berman again? Right? I mean, Chris Berman did it for like five straight years or something like that. Uh, to me, I mean, they're, both those teams are built to play in the playoffs. Uh, I think the thing for Josh Allen is going to be, can he stay upright? Their offensive line, not great. Not a great running game either. So, I mean, they have a lot of potential, pretty good defense. I think, you know, if they came out of the AFC, that wouldn't surprise me. I think them, the Kansas City Chiefs, and Cincinnati Bengals, all at the top of the AFC, if you told me any one of those three teams are going to be in the Super Bowl, it wouldn't surprise me. So Buffalo versus the 49ers in the Super Bowl? It's a possibility. We could finally get the Berman Bowl uh, just a long time before or after it was supposed to happen. Uh, so, yeah, it's 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 funny. Um, Donald says, actually, Giants might want to take number one spot from the Eagles, play spoilers. Ooh, maybe they do. You know, maybe they want to stay fresh. We'll see how they end up play, approaching this week. It will be interesting. Corkell says, what percentage would you put on getting the number one seed? Um, You know what? It was 3% before. I think Minnesota has to win two to create a, th a three-way uh, yeah, three tie. I'm going to put it at 15%. I'll put it at that. I'll put it at 15%. Uh, Raymond says, everything coming in to try and take away this fire that they're playing with is unity of this togetherness. Uh, they're playing well. You know, the team plays good together. They pick each other up. Forktown says, love the attitude, Ant. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, happy New Year, Coach Tim. I hope you're having, you know, a good New Year. Um, you know, I hope you're you enjoy the game, even though it's tough. You know, it was a tough one to watch. Donald says, Coach Tim, happy new year. So thanks for that. Sending out good wishes to Coach Tim. Um, Mr. Court says gold was about to get left in Vegas. I, you know, it was interesting that Kyle decided to kick it right away, right? There, there was a moment where I was like, wait, is he gonna end up, end up running it in? Uh it was like yeah, I thought he was just gonna start handing off the football and just try to score a touchdown, but you know, he ended up getting it centered, letting Robbie go kick the field goal. And Robbie's a veteran. He can get beyond those kicks. I was surprised he missed it, but I kind of like that, you know, they went ahead and turned to him and, you know, got past it real quick. Mr. Corey says, Jordan Willis is that second edge rusher. He's drawn a holding call three weeks in a row. Good call. Uh, Jordan Willis has been nice off the bench. He's big. He's physical. He sets the edge against the run. And you're right. He's been putting pressure on the quarterback. So I like where Jordan Willis is headed. I think, you know, him coming with that second unit with Charles Aminihue uh, gives the 49 some options. And then, you know, once we get Kevin Givens back, that second unit will take another step forward because then when you take Kinlaw and Armstead off the field, you're putting in Kevin Givens and, and T.Y. McGill, and there, you don't have as much of a drop-off or even uh, Kevin Givens and Kerry Hyder, which I really like that part. So hopefully. 
Um, hopefully that will be what happens as they continue to get more guys and get more healthy. Uh, Marvin says, did you see that hit uh, put on Nick Foles today? I didn't. I'm going to have to go back and watch that. Marvin says he ended up with a broken rib. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch that. So I worked last night, so I ended up waking up a little after 11 and kind of putting on red zone and starting to watch things. And by the time I started watching the game, uh, you know, Ellinger was already in. So I did not, I heard Foles was hurt, but I didn't catch the hit. I'm going to have to check that out. That sounds like a big time hit. David Campbell says commanders lost like so many others that played the 49ers the week before. You're right. Add the commanders to the list. I think the only team that hasn't lost the week after, right, is Kansas City. And they had a bye week and then went all the way to overtime in their next matchup. It's an interesting stat. I think the Niners are like, that. Was, I think that game would make them like 13 and one, their opponents or something like that. Uh, something, something really crazy. Brad says Niners just need to win and Eagles lose to get the number one seed. Niners have division and conference advantage. Okay, thanks for pointing that out. I've, I think it was before this. I thought it was going to need to be a three-way tie, but thanks for pointing that out, Brad. So there it is. Niners have division and conference advantage. So all the if the Eagles win uh, or Eagles lose and the Niners win, it's there. Uh, Anthony says, I'm not a Eagles or Cowboys believer, but watch out for the Buccaneers. They're a wild card team that I think can make it to the Super Bowl. What makes it interesting about the Buccaneers is – if you blow them out in the first three quarters, if you get a big lead, you're, you're going to beat the Buccaneers. If you're hanging around in the fourth quarter, the Buccaneers are going to probably beat you. It's just one of the most interesting things, right? Uh, all these teams are something. New Orleans, Carolina, like they're coming back on teams. Uh, so they're not a team that you really want to mess with. And if I'm the Cowboys, that's who you got in the first round. That's going to be interesting. Uh, what's up, Nico? How's it going? Nico says game was fire. It was. Yo, know, Nico's uh, one of my longtime friends, and he's a Raider fan. And, I mean, it, I'm sure he was enjoying it going back and forth. Uh, I couldn't believe, Nico, that your boy Amick Robertson had a pick. Uh, he was getting smoked most of the game by Brandon Ayuk, but he had a nice big play on the pick. So that was fun. Uh, yeah, it was fun to see, you know, a high-scoring game for the 49ers. I'm just glad the Niners won a shootout. But um, I didn't think the defense looked that great today. Mr. Corey says Drake Jackson's first interception and Jordan Mason's first TD both in the same game. And the Drake Jackson interception is so interesting. So Kerry Hyder, got to give props for Kerry Hyder. Watching the quarterback's eyes, jumps up, tips the ball into the air, and the offensive guard pushes Drake Jackson back. Drake Jackson got a pretty good rush on the play, but he pushes him back. Right then he looks up and the ball just lands right in his arms. Absolutely fantastic. I love that play. That was that was such a crazy play. The fact it just landed right in his lap. I mean, that's what you're hoping for. And it, it was nice. It was it was a very big play in the game. The 49ers needed a huge stop right there, and they got it. So, um, yeah, Marvin says defense seemed to take a day off. You know, I think the defense is going to – I thought they were going to bounce back after last week because I thought they were a little disappointed with how they played last week, uh, giving up three touchdowns, you know, to the commanders. But I didn't think they bounced back. In fact, you know, I thought the Raiders maybe took it to another level. And so the four years are going to have to have a little bit of a gut check, go back to the film, you know, watch the things that work, watch the things that didn't, make some necessary adjustments, you know, and then proceed forward. So uh, sometimes this happens. I think the good news is you escape with a win. You go ahead and you get it done. And that's what you have to do. It's it's about winning games. Uh, you know, no one cares. No one. I mean, it was it Vin Diesel. You know, Dominic Toretto, it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile, winning's winning. When it comes down to it, that's what it is. You know, you just have to win football games. And when it came down to it, they got it, they did enough to to win. Is Kyle happy about it? No. 
is the team going to be happy about about how they played? No, um, but they're going to get back to it and they're going to work hard and they're going to respond next week and they have to. They have to play Arizona and you have an opportunity to hold this two seed and maybe even get the number one seed. You're not going to let that slip slip through your fingers. Um, you know, you're not going to sulk. You just get back to work. You just work harder. That's what's great about football. Brad says even with uh, coinc- uh, conciding 34 points, the Niners D still has only allowed 257 points. The next closest is the Cowboys with 316. Whoo! Huge stat right there. Yeah, the defense is still playing at a high level. Uh, Marvin says, what time is the game against the Cardinals next week? Or is it one of those flex games? Uh, I believe it's to be announced right now. I looked it up actually be- you know, before and during this game because they do 10 o'clock games and do 1 o'clock games, but they try to match up like the playoff seeding things. So I believe it's going to be a one o'clock game, but they're probably going to start all of them at the same time. So uh, look for the Eagles game to be at that time. Look for the Minnesota game to be at that time and the 49ers. So that way none of them can rest players depending on situation and all that. They want everyone to be out there playing. Mr. Corey says, feel bad for Robert Sala and Mike McDaniel. And now they play each other next week. Yeah, that's un- that's unfortunate. Uh, that's really, really unfortunate. Feel bad Robert Sala and Mike McDaniel, and now they play each other. I feel bad for them. You know, really, McDaniel was going strong. That Dolphins offense was clicking, and then they played the 49ers, and, all you know, it just didn't work out. Um, okay, so Brad says game's confirmed tomorrow for next week. So that's when the confirmation is going to come in on what time everything the game is tomorrow. Uh, and Anthony says, Caden asks, who do you think will be in the Super Bowl? That's a good question. Well, of course... I think it's going to be the San Francisco 49ers, number one. And then I have a weird feeling. I don't know why, but I think the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow are going to be able to get it done for the second straight year and get to the Super Bowl. And we're going to have a rematch 49ers versus Bengals. Uh, but it really wouldn't surprise me if it ends up being Bills or um, Kansas City Chiefs. I think all three of those teams are well equipped to get to the Super Bowl. But I do think it could be 49ers versus Cincinnati Bengals. Brad says, unless they play us on Saturday night, I'm sure we will hear about that tonight. Yeah, it's going to be Sunday. It was because it, originally it was Saturday or Sunday, a couple, like maybe like uh, three or four weeks ago. And then they did confirm that it's going to be Sunday. So I would fully expect for it to be on Sunday. But you never know about the NFL. So we'll see. Tomorrow we'll find out. Hopefully we find out it's good news for the 49ers. Uh, but thanks, everyone, for coming through and watching the chat. I really appreciate it. Um, had a lot of fun talking to everyone about this game, and I'm looking forward to the week where we can talk about all the playoff implications, 49ers versus Arizona Cardinals, and just seeing where the playoffs are at because we're getting to that point. And what's up, Stanley? How's it going? You got to say what's up to my guy, Stanley. Um, so I want to go ahead and, and log out, but I want to say thanks, everyone, for coming through. Niners, get it done again. So... We'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe. And remember, the right way is always the 49ers.